Hello. One, two, three. Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast with me, Mark Tiley, right here on your very own manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. This Friday in the Erin Arts Centre, a wonderful guitarist is coming to town. And I don't think, I don't think he's been to the Isle of Man before. Robin Nolan, welcome to my tunes. And am I right? This will be your first time. Well, it's great to be here, Mark, by the way. Thanks for inviting me. Actually, I lived on the island for five years between 1978 and 83. So I've got like a little Manx history going on. Oh, what were you doing here? Well, I had no choice. My parents bought a <laughs> small holding near Laxey. And uh, we lived there for, for five years. Uh, so I was like from age of like nine to 14. Oh, so you'd remember quite a lot about the place. Absolutely. I've got great friends who I'm looking forward to catching up with next week on oh, Friday. That, that is brilliant. In terms of playing in a professional capacity, you've not you've not played here, though, have you, in that sense? No. So so, so this is very special. Uh, to be able to come back to the island is, is something special anyway, but to come back and play with my trio play the music that I'm playing these days is really special. So I'm excited about that. Now, for people who don't know, you are really, really up there in the world of gypsy jazz. It is uh, an incredible guitar style. I mean, people may well know about Django Reinhardt, Stefan Grappelli. I mean, would you say that Django really carved that niche out in the 30s and onwards? Absolutely. So he was the first European that took the American jazz music and created a, a brand new music influenced by his gypsy roots, by acoustic music in, in in Europe and just created something wild and wonderful back in the 30s. Yeah, absolutely. And he, I mean, his skill and dexterity was outstanding and even more so because he had a damaged hand, didn't he? Yeah, so he, he was a genius in the true sense of the word and he had an accident or an accident in the caravan he was a gypsy a traveling gypsy and they were selling paper flowers at some market and the caravan caught on fire with all these paper flowers and he burnt the whole left hand side of his body including his hand um so when you see pictures of django often you see this kind of mangled deformed hand and then legendary he plays with two fingers even though he could use some of the fingers for chords but all those single note lines you hear are played with two fingers so it's even more breathtaking i think what's incredible and and I hope, i'm sure you'd agree it just stands up today because you get that music from the 30s and really it excites an audience every bit as much as it did then right now in 2023 it's amazing. It excites everyone, like you say, and, and it doesn't matter what genre people are coming for. Guitarists love Django Reiner, and if you're not a guitarist or musician, there's something about the swing and the infectious vibe that he's got that is is just, yeah, magnetic. It's amazing. Let's have your first musical choice on this My Tunes week. I think we've got the Beatles coming up. Yeah, so you know, I was brought up with the Beatles, um, like many, like many people. Um, my father was, was from Liverpool, and uh, like I said, we used to live in the Isle of Man a little bit. And uh, every Christmas, it was like he had this tape to tape real player, and it was like Beatles or Stones. <laughs> so we always said Beatles because he had a four-hour tape of the Beatles. So that was a big, yeah, that was a big start for me. This track, and I love her. The story with this one is that the Ramirez guitar that George uses on this track 
it's quite distinct anyway with the Beatles because he's usually playing an electric guitar. That guitar was made by a Spanish luthier called Ramirez, and they used that on the recording on, on George's 21st birthday, by the way. <laughs> and I'll tell you later in the, in in one of the in one of the shows, but I actually got to record on that guitar recently for my latest album, which is a all dedicated to George Harrison. And I played And I Love Her on the same guitar that you'll hear in this recording right now. So that was something pretty special. Certainly. We must talk more about that. Here it is, The Beatles, And I Love Her. I give her all my love That's all I do and if you saw my love, you'd love her too. I love her. She gives me everything and tenderly the kiss my lover brings, she brings to me. A love like ours could never die As long as I have you near me Bright are the stars that shine Dark is the sky I know this love of mine will never die, and I love her. My guest all this week is Robin Nolan, a wonderful guitarist who's going to be thrilling and entertaining and amazing the audience at the Everin Art Centre this Friday with his trio. And I've been told at no time will your hands leave your wrists during a performance. may look like it. Because <laughs> that stuff is there's fast. A, it's fast. And, and uh, yeah, there's a bit at the end where actually we actually play on one guitar. So that, that's kind of like the, the finale. So it's four hands on one guitar. Now that will be something to behold. Moving oh. fast. Going back in time, <laughs> when did you first get into gypsy jazz uh, for playing it yourself? My dad had records of Django Reinhardt, but it never really interested me. It sounded so old and, and dated. and It was like dead people playing music and I just wasn't into it. But there's a festival near Paris in a little village called Samois-Sassane, which is the place where Django Reinhardt passed away in 1953. And every year since his passing, 
The gypsy people, the Manouche and the Sinti tribes, gather in that village to celebrate Django's music, still to this day. And this was in 1990 that I first went. And this was pre-internet. And we heard about this festival. And there was some mates who wanted to go. And my dad drove us there. And we were struggling with a map, trying to find this place. We didn't know if we were on the right weekend. We got there. And then what hit me was I heard the music from the records from Django Reinhardt, this, this virtuoso guitar style. But it was living people. It was outside caravans. It was it was so romantic with campfires. And the guitar playing was just so impressive and incredible that I just thought, I want to do that. Before that moment, I'd dabbled with rock, with fusion, with jazz, with regular, all sorts of music. But then from that moment on, when I saw it living and breathing, I thought, that's the music I want to play. Isn't that right? You take young people to a concert and it lifts things off the page. My guest uh, last week is our Manx Bard, poet, and her daughter on her birthday wanted to go and see Take That and she actually took her to see Pink Floyd at Earl's Court when they were filming the Pulse album and it blew her away. She had no idea what to expect and she became an instant Pink Floyd fan, someone who was desperate to go and see Take That. So it can change your life, literally, can't it, going to a live uh, performance? That changed my life forever because to this day i'm sitting here it, my whole life is about gypsy jazz guitar you know the education side of it performing it and it's just became my life and it was a moment in time like that in samoa that it just the penny dropped uh tomorrow we want to talk about a lot about teaching and about all your amazing work through through lockdown and beyond but let's have another track oh quite different i'm looking at my little script here this is a bit different talk me through this uh, choice number two robin yeah, well, this goes back to the time, the the years in the Isle of Man. When I was at Balakameen High School, uh, I met with some friends there. We started playing guitar together, and we were listening to ACDC. The, the album Back in Black had just dropped in 1980, and we were just trying to get that sound. And you might even know there's a guitarist called Paul Dockers, or yes. Paul Doherty, who lives, who's from the island. Great guitarist, and we there was a moment when we used to meet and kind of jam with him and a couple of other characters and he was amazing and we were playing acdc tunes and he but he could really play them and i don't know he can really play them now um but i fell in love with at that moment with acdc from the back in black for the highway to hell album and still to that day that music really speaks to me i love angus's style i even did a gypsy jazz version of uh highway to hell on my sin city album and it still touches me just as deep as Django Reinhardt. Well, I'm sure he's listening because he's been a guest on this show as well. And the whole band, <laughs> the, the whole DCAC tribe are massive across right. the Isle of Man. They had a great show during TT this year. They're still out there. What a track. Highway to Hell, ACDC. <laughs>
Robin Nolan is an amazing guitarist. He's also an amazing teacher and is incredibly good at reaching out through the internet to help people get into the brilliant world of gypsy jazz. And COVID and all that lockdown saw you absolutely reaching out to people all around the world. I mean, it was a terrible time, but you seem to manage to get on with it and reach out teaching us all around the world about gypsy jazz. First of all, thank you. And and was that always part of a plan? And just this just happened to accelerate it? Started with books at the turn of the century, around 2001. The thing is that I'm a normal guitar player brought up, like like we know, with ACDC, with blues. And um, I fell in love with Django Reiner at a later stage. And I've always been the guy that I wasn't born playing this music. It's a real virtuosic music. But so I've got a knack of showing normal people how to do this in, in a simplistic way. People who are coming from blues, people who know a few chords. So I've always kind of had that skill of relating this virtuosic kind of seemingly impossible music and making it possible for any guitar, anyone who's got a guitar. So we start with the books. COVID, we started uh, the Gypsy Jazz Club, which is an online membership, and it just grew and grew and grew. And the community to this day is really an amazing community from guitar players all around the world who are learning this style. And I do monthly lessons. We've got a whole library of, of lessons on technique and the rhythms. We have guest teachers. We have Sunday hangouts. Um, it's just become a real big part of what I do and I love it. We do retreats around the world, four-day retreats where 15, 20 guitarists get together and we just live and breathe gypsy jazz guitar. And it's just become literally some, something which I do every day. I've got a YouTube channel and the Instagram and uh, it's I'm, I'm all over it. I'm, I'm in it and I'm living and breathing it. Well, thank you for that because it really has got so <laughs> many people engaged with it. Um, when you're playing in this style, I mean, I think it's the most versatile group to put in a tiny little French restaurant or Carnegie Hall. You can go big or small, and I'm generally thinking there's no drummer, right? Yeah, that's right. So there's a, a particular rhythm style in this music, which kind of replaces the drums. And that's what Django Reinhardt used in the beginning. So it wasn't a drummer. It was one or two rhythm players with this very distinct, what they call in French, the la pompe, the pump rhythm style. So this kind of defines that distinct swing sound. And you're right. It sounds great acoustic in a little cafe perhaps best but it also <laughs> of course we play in big venues and big concert venues and it can still rock let's go back <laughs> to the root of all this today yeah something from the man himself Django Reinhardt what are we going to have yeah so this is I always introduce this as kind of like the stairway to heaven of gypsy jazz this is the song that we all play in the guitar shop or in the in the festival it's called minor swing from 1937 this is Django and the boys
This week on MyTunes, we're talking to Robin Nolan, who is going to be here tomorrow night at the Erin Arts Centre, Port Erin, for an amazing night of gypsy jazz and all sorts of bits and pieces with his trio. Uh, when we were just chatting earlier, we were saying that everybody in the room, when you play this sort of music, they smile. They'll also be tapping their feet or banging, banging the table slightly. It's infectious. It's infectious. That was the word I was just going to say. It's feel-good music. And we used to... I started actually playing on the street in Amsterdam here where I live. And you could see little kids dancing. You could see old people. It's got such a broad appeal. Um, obviously, the guitarists. Um, but just the feel and the sound and the swing of the music has got that real infectious vibe. And like you say, it's happy music. People are smiling. It takes them somewhere else, which is a happy place. Now, you've got a trio. So there's three of you coming over. Talk me through the other guys. Yeah, so it's me on lead guitar. Then I have rhythm guitarist. It's an English guy called Chris Quinn, who I often play when we do tours in the UK. And it's a Dutch play bass player from Amsterdam called Arnoud. And yeah, we're going to be going through Django Reinhardt repertoire. We play some Beatles, some George Harrison, even some kind of Indian style things from Ravi Shankar, the odd ACDC tune, things like Tainted Love, Soft Cell, anything goes really in that genre, in the style, we kind of gypsify it. The idea of having soft cell and ACDC on a gypsy jazz style is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's just chord progressions. As you know, as a guitarist, you know, it's just a different chord progression. And then it's either going to play it as a swing or a Latin. We do a lot of Latin kind of uh, feels in this music as well. So anything goes. And, and I guess that's what sets us apart a little bit. We, we're not gypsies. We're not playing a traditional repertoire all the time. Um, so I really enjoy bringing songs from other genres into the music. And to be honest, the audience always usually love those songs the best. Earlier in the week, we played a bit off the Sin City album, a collection of ACDC tunes, mind-blowing, and you mentioned you might do some tomorrow. But what's coming next album-wise for you? My latest album, and this goes back to a story which I'll tell at the Port Erin Art Centre, one day we were busking on the light supply in the square in Amsterdam, and a gardener, the unbeknown to us, the gardener of George Harrison bought my CD. Um, he took it back to George, and luckily it had my number on it because the phone rang, and he, it was actually George on the phone. So I do this whole, I tell this story on the live shows. George was on the phone, and he wanted to book us for his Christmas party, and so I had this surreal conversation with the Beatle. We went over to play for him. This was in '94. He loved it so much. We had a ridiculous time because all his friends are famous and we just had that whole experience at Friar Park. We went back and back and back and back for more parties. The birthday of his son, Danny, 20th, his 21st anniversaries. Um, George passed away in 2001. We played at his wake the night before the Royal Albert Hall uh, concert for George. We played for that whole cast of characters at Friar Park in a most unbelievably uh, emotional evening. I'm close with Olivia Harrison and Danny Harrison, his son. And it's always been a dream of mine to play George's music in my style. So I plucked up the courage to ask Danny and Olivia if I could go the extra mile and use his guitars, his Beatles guitars on the album. And they agreed. And recently I went to Friar Park and recorded 10 of George Harrison's songs using his uh, Ramirez classical guitar which is featured yes. on and i love her the gibson j160 which is the only guitar to feature on every beatles album it's the it's the it's the guitar which they wrote love me do on and other hits there was two of them john and george had them 
and the Rickenbacker 12 string uh, are used on a song as well. So I recorded this album and in George's guitar room, using his guitars, playing his music. And it was a very emotional and spiritual experience that will be released on his label, Dark Horse Records next year. And I'll be featuring some of those songs in Port Erin. That's the latest project. That is so exciting. Absolutely yeah. can't wait for that. Obviously, yeah. uh, having talked <laughs> about George, you're going to have to choose a George Harrison track to take us out. Yes, yeah, so there's too many to... This This whole thing of choosing tracks is difficult, but I've chosen Marwa Blues, which is an album that was released an hour, uh, one year after his passing. And it's uh, Sunset Raga, which George was, as we all know, influenced by Indian music. And this goes deep. It's an instrumental track where he's playing slide. His son, Danny and Jeff Lynn finished mixing this track after his death. And it's very emotional for me. I, I play this song on my album, uh, which will be called For the Love of George. And his son, Danny, also plays on this track, Mawa Blues, with me, as he played with his father on the track that we're going to listen to now. Sunset Raga, it's got an Indian vibe, but it's full of George and love and enjoy. It's called Mawa Blues. Robin, thank you so much for sharing the stories and for coming over back to the Isle of Man to share your music with us in Port Erin tomorrow night. Robin, it's been brilliant. Thank you for being my MyTunes guest. My pleasure. Totally excited.
a beautiful instrumental from the late George Harrison, Ma Wah Blues. And Robin, we really can't wait for that incredible album played on George's instruments. Thank you for being my MyTunes guest and thanks to you for joining me right here at manxradio.com. I'm Mark Tiley. You'll normally find me nesting high on Douglas Head Monday to Friday, 9.30 to 12. And I hope on some days you can join me. Thank you.